Guitar Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 82 of Guitar Stories Podcast. I'm Andy Ferris, joined, as always, by Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Andy. It's great to be back this week. 82. It is. That's quite a ride. We'll ride with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one more and will be the year of your birth. That is right. So last week we yeah. we actually checked your year of birth and uh, next week is mine. That's cool. Oh. And what's next? I mean, yeah. it can't get any better than that, right? 81, 83. Well, it's, it's the year just... of my sister's birth. I guess that's that was pretty, that was a, that was a terrible year, actually. So <laughs> you know, I became less important in my family. Yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe, maybe until episode 87, because this is uh, the actual episode, like this is the year uh, in which our, our guest was born. So today's guest is born in 87. Pretty good year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I wonder what but else after, is in 87. I don't know. But after after 90 it's like nah. Nah. We don't we don't talk about nah. that, right? So all all shows post 89 are going to be terrible. Okay, deal. <laughs> um, Cheers. Everyone. Right, hello to the people in the chat. Cheers. What is that? Hang on. Are you drinking curry sauce? No, this is a creamy mocha delight, totally not sponsored from Starbucks. Yummy. Okay. Hello, Sarang. Hello, Melodify. Hello, Valeria. Hello, David Kay. Hello, Thomas Steiger. Hello, Andrew Morgan. Hello, Gary O'Neill. Hello, Pooh Ninja. And hello, one and all, if you're listening to the audio version. If you want a little shout out, of course, stick something in the chat and we will say hello at some point during the show. If you really want a loud hello to get one of those hellos where Dan smiles and says it from the bottom of his heart and the heart of his bottom, <laughs> then please send a super chat and um, that'll get you there. Absolutely. Right, Dan, um, we have a, a wonderful guest here, a guest that we've had on the show before when we had a different format and you interviewed him without me. Yeah, I'm very sorry about that, but that was like back, back, back in the day. Uh, oh, we have another guest, a restream bot. <laughs> we gotta oh, be, yeah, a we gotta be very, very important to to kind of have bots. Yeah, but Nick Nick Johnson is our guest today, and he was already guesting in episode five, so it's been a while, and it's great to have him back for today's show. I think a lot has happened since then. We've survived the whole pandemic. We've seen, uh, yeah. A, a plethora of uh, releases that are related to him music wise and gear wise and uh, yeah so we both thought it's time to actually get him back on the show and talk about his career and his development and uh, I dug deep in the archives um, I sent you a couple of images that we can that we can later uh, check out you did. Um, you did. yeah so yeah looking forward to that and do you think it's time to give a quick introduction about him or do you want to share Absolutely. something else Absolutely. I want to get him straight in the show. He's been here Sweet. longer than you have, so let's get him in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like probably the first introduction that I didn't have to write, I didn't even have to think about because I had the pleasure to be working with Nick for quite some time back in the day. Um, he's a Canadian-born guitar player. He's got a unique style, a very fluid, very... Um, I don't know, melodic approach. Um, he's a hybrid picker, so also a technical, very technically very advanced player. But the most important thing about that is he, he writes melodies that are touching. And from the very first album to his latest releases, every single song you can you can it just oozes his soul. And uh, I'm very happy that he's here. That he'll be talking with us about his gear and about his music and that we can reminisce a little bit about the old days too so yeah that's nick johnson in a nutshell 
No, it isn't. Okay, sorry. What else? Uh, he has a couple releases. He has a, a two bands. Uh, man, that stuff he can tell us probably better than All I right. do. Should we bring him in? Let's bring him in. Yeah. Um, All right. Everybody, please welcome to the show, Mr. Nick Johnston. Hello, Nick. <laughs> hey. Fellas. It's good to be back 75 episodes later. <laughs> or 70, 77 70. episodes later. Yeah. Thank you for doing the math. I was trying and, and failing. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? What's what's going on? It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining All us. All good. All good. Happy to be back on Guitar Stories. Actually, I, I didn't mention I found a birth year guitar today uh, that I'm considering Ooh. acquiring. Uh, Yamaha SG2000. Oh, okay. Okay. A good Don't one. need it. Yeah. Don't need it, but really like it. Andy, minimalism. <laughs> minimalism. So you're cutting out there, Dan. You're cutting out. Your mic's, your mic's not working. How, uh, is how, how, how expansive is your is your collection? What are we talking here? You mean the whole thing? <laughs> Dude, there could be two people listening. Yeah. There could be important so counting people. I have I have more than I need, and that number you know that uh, that number when some people say how many guitars you've got, and you have to say I don't know. Mm -hmm. mm. Right, you're yeah, at that it's number. Probably a clin clinically wrong. Yeah, but there's a th <laughs> yeah. but but I totally agree. There's a threshold. You know, you you can count every single guitar to a certain point, but then there's this threshold where you just accept that you have way too many, and you just yes. just stop. You just stop counting. It doesn't make any yeah. sense anymore, right? I had, I had, uh, I had an, well, I had a huge overflow at one point of guitars, but I completely sold everything. But you know, now that I have this, this model, uh, I get the new one. So that's my, my collection just grows depending on how successful my guitar line is. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should mention that because, um, Schechter have sent me two guitars with your name on and they arrived. Oh about two and a half hours ago now and they're here still in the boxes so i will unbox them live oh, on the man. show for a, for a first ever the, um, the true test the uh the uh the unboxing live oh my gosh yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens no, no pressure no pressure anybody we're all, all relaxed here uh nick if you don't mind we're gonna get to know you a little bit better for people that are not that familiar with you we find the best way to do that and to break that ice is to ask you six no less no more uh, quick fire questions. Oh my! Yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm... this is what we call Nick in a nutshell. So... Oh shit! Oh, you can I swear? I, I never know. <laughs> right. If it falls out, it falls out. What can we do? It's live. Okay. Let's see. Um, so uh, I know you know Dan better. So maybe should we have a question from Dan first, just to ease you into the process? Let's try it. Let's do it. Yeah, right. we had we had tension music last week, but it called a caused a technical error, so we're not going to have tension music this week. We're just going to go sans music. All right. Okay. So Nick, you are an avid coffee lover and have tasted coffee all around the world. When not yep. tour, what makes a good coffee, and where did you have the best coffee so far? Uh, okay, so it's a. It, I have this conversation all the time with with people. Uh, for me, the top two have been, uh, Japan and Australia. There's no question. Uh, it's just the sort of attention to detail and the craftsmanship and the, uh, the, the obsession, 
uh, of the of the brewmaster. <laughs> but between those two, I, I don't have a particular drink I order. It's just I'll usually just get like the drip and just something with espresso in it. But between those two, uh, and then and then I drink really strong coffee at the at the house here, and I'm down from like eight a day to maybe two a day. So that's a big that's a big win. Coffee a day versus. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, Dan didn't like your answer, so he turned all the lights off. But, um... <laughs> he just left. Yeah, he, he just left. He, he just, just left. left. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone to grab a coffee. He's on the way to Japan. <laughs> um, if you're listening to the audio version, then currently the video version is exactly the same as the audio version because we can't yeah. see Dan. And I heard we just him hear, jump we, out I just of his hear, chair. I just hear shuffling in the dark. <laughs> I think he's about to plug his camera into the mains. Um, various anyway. sounds. Maybe he's kidnapped. I don't know what's going on here right now. Give him back. Give back our doctor. Man down, man down. Right, Nick, it is my turn to ask you a quick fire question. Okay, okay. We will can't continue wait to on. try that coffee that you've recommended. We'll uh, soldier very on here. One, very simple one, Nick. Nick Johnston, what was your first guitar? My first guitar was... Um, well, tech. Okay, so technically, I got a. It was called a Cool Shades guitar back, and it was made of plastic. And uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just, just hit the strings and uh, destroyed that as kids do. You know, beat it, beat the shit out of it, and 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 you know, ask later, can I get a guitar? My parents, you know, knowing what I did to that kind of first guitar, were kind of apprehensive. Uh, but then finally. I got my hands on a Squire Bullet uh, from 2001. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Did you just get dropped? It's like he got dropped through like the ceiling or something. Holy shit. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it just <laughs> happens. It wouldn't be guitar stories if it wasn't some kind of technical thing. You know, when we were before the show and you said you'd like to see how it all got put together. Yeah. Um, this is <laughs> that's, how. that's how we roll. Yeah. That's how but, we roll. But that's, but that's a good thing. Nowadays, we, we kind of have the power to kind of fix all these, happened? these what things. Happened? That was fantastic. Camera I just switched wonderful. off. I don't know why. So I have to restart it. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. man that's wild anyway this is live folks this is the magic <laughs> yeah. of live this oh, is true God. live entertainment um, anyway so it was the squire bullet uh and it was about a hundred dollars canadian so like eight pounds i guess and uh and i got it with a uh, fender fender frontman 15r amp had the reverb it's a little guy but this big nice. nice and that was my rig for a couple of years you know, all I needed. Dan, you're up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, my turn. Yeah. All right. So Nick, you've been on tour across the whole planet. What's the weirdest souvenir you brought home? Um, I don't. I don't bring stuff. I don't really bring stuff home. Not at all. I, I don't do it. No, I don't. I don't like. I don't like the kitschy shit that gets on the shelf and it stays there okay. and the dust nah, okay. not, nothing and maybe maybe some, <laughs> some sort of clo clothing because you're like a stylish guy you're always looking for kind of cool stuff to wear uh nothing weird though just you know a nice jacket or a hat yeah there you go Did, didn't That's we even hat. go shopping back in the day i remember well i think we probably did yeah we must Bowling. have we 
Oh, we did. We went to nudie. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got something too, actually. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. Yeah. Next. Next. Quick fire question, which we're terrible at quick fire questions because we just like to talk. Um, yeah. Next question, right. uh, Nick. You you play a gig, and unfortunately, you've turned up to the show, and all of your gear has been lost somewhere, and it does not make it to your show. However, there is a music shop right near to the venue, so you go in and you have to grab something, and you have five minutes to grab your whole rig. What is it you grab? Um. <clears throat> Do I have my guitar or no? I have nothing. You got nothing. Nada. Hmm. hmm. I'd probably grab something similar to my guitar and you know, it's interesting. I this is not gonna be a rapid fire answer because I've been in this situation <laughs> countless times. I've been okay. in this situation count countless times and, and I don't I can kind of more or less get away. Like if there was just an angle amp, I'd use it. If there was a fender, it doesn't matter. I would, whatever you got. That's my honest to God answer is I'd walk in and say, what do you guys, you got, you got it. Uh, let's go. I don't need like to build the rig and make sure I have the perfect, just give me an amp and a guitar and I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Sweet. That's good. That's refreshing. <laughs> and insane, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it says a lot about a player when they can say something like that. It's either highly skilled, which I'm going to put you in that camp, or just doesn't care. So I'm going to put you a little bit in that camp as well. Well, you know, you know, you know what it is. It's I don't know if I'm either of those. It's just it's just uh, um, I, I've done that kind of stuff so much that you just get to a point where it's just like I'm just going to try and make it work. Like that. Your thing above is just I'm going to I'm going to deliver a show. What and just give me what you got. Yeah. You know, don't overthink it a lot of times. Good. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Um, we've got a super chat coming before we get our next question. Andrew Morgan, Ooh. thank you very much. He has sent us coffee money from the heart of his bottom. It can be redeemed also for handmade coffee if you visit in Australia, which is where Andrew's <laughs> Wow. From. Fantastic. Very nice. Thank you, very Andrew. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Dan, yeah. fire as a question, sir. Last question. All right. Nick, do you know Josh Scott, the owner of JHS Pedals? No, I do not. No, I do he's not. got a big-ass collection of pedals, like probably the, the largest collections of vintage pedals that you can imagine. And here's a, wow. here's a question. Since, since you are not a pedal guy, and I know that very well, if you were to, if you could spend like one day in his house and uh, try every single pedal that probably ever existed, what pedal would you try first? Is there any pedal oh, that, man. that you heard of that I'm you always so wanted bad. to try? I, I would want to try like a really, just a really high end, a really good Univibe. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of obsessed with that sound okay. uh, these these days. I don't know which one. I couldn't tell you what the, you know, the Holy Grail Univibe is, but whatever that one is, okay. I would Maybe find all that. of them in that order. <laughs> all of them, in yeah, order, all yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm love. I'm pretty sure I there's love, a video uh, on his channel. I love it. A good Sorry, Univibe. Pretty... I kind of, I kind of slept on them for that, that effect for a long time. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's so musical, but so destructive. You know, it's, there's something really cool about that. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, interesting. I like the fact that you can just dial it in a little, or you can go full on and totally. Yeah. Mess yeah. Up your exactly. It's the best. Uh, it's the when best. you turn it off, you kind of miss it. I guess that's that's one of my things about Univibe. 
Yeah. I'm trying to use it more just for like certain solos. I want to pop out and make a bit of a different impression and it kind of makes your fast playing sound like shit too. So you have to kind of like pull it, pull it back a bit because everything just gets flubby and nasty. You have to be able to bend really well if you want to use a univibe, I think. <laughs> okay. Why? What, what, Having what that, 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 that sustained bend, just that, all that information, that, that sort of warbling effect really stands out if you can hold a nice sustained bend in pitch. Something really mm-hmm. magical about that. Okay. I'm uh, okay, then. Which uh, This is not a question. This is a sub-question. Uh, which <laughs> record of yours or song of yours should we listen to where you could demonstrate that Univibe sound? To, uh, to White Eyes in the Dark on a song called Every Drop of Blood Part 2. There's a whole every drop of blood solo section right, with that. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that afterwards. Yeah. Um, okay. Your your final quick fire question, Nick Johnston. What is the best way to get out of a conversation that you don't want to be in? <laughs> uh, oh man, I uh, I got to get out of here. It was great talk. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. See ya. Okay. Nice, nice. Just be nice. Just be nice. Just be nice. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. And then you get out of there. Beautiful. Also, not too detailed. I didn't know why you had to leave. You just, you just had to. Yeah, but my face said, "I gotta get the fuck out of. I gotta get out of here." You know. (laughs) We have a gear recommendation from Gary, who says Andy Timmons uses the Jam Pedals retro vibe. That's pretty cool. Ah, it's a beautiful pedal. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool get my hands on one of those right. definitely recommend it okay um i feel that we we know each other a little better i feel that if oh we yes some gear we would probably relate to each other so we should probably pick some gear picks of the week and then guess stuff about each other is that okay with everybody let's try it oh, man of the week okay i'm gonna i don't i'll go i can go first because i don't have one of the week but i can kind of go with go the last it. one last piece of gear i saw that pique my interest within like the last two to three weeks if that's okay (laughs) um those newly re-released uh roland juno and jupiter keyboards i don't know if you guys saw those uh Uh i want to get the jupiter for sure those old 80 synths they uh just kind of repackaged and re-released pretty cool stuff pretty cool stuff yeah, is it really only a couple of weeks ago? I thought it was quite a while ago. I only that, that I just... only saw. Yeah, that I only saw. Okay, yeah, I actually yeah, saw yeah. one in. Please, sorry. Sorry. Oh Nick. no, that, that I saw in store only. Uh, I think the first time to to actually get my hands on it, like two or three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah right. pretty cool. How much are they going for? Do you know roughly? Canadian, Canadian? like eighteen hundred dollars. So like. Maybe twelve hundred pounds, something like that. Hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. too grandish. Yeah. Like yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have history? Not too much. <laughs> do you have history with those old Juno um, um, uh, keyboards? Or? Not, not really, but I've been using the plugins for like I don't know a year now or so, and just being heavily drawn to all those old kind of sequencer sounds and those old lead sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel myself kind of going more in that direction Sweet. since the pandemic, even just like having another instrument to write on as opposed to the guitar all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Could, definitely going that road. Do you ever see yourself rocking a guitar? 
<laughs> Do I, that's the that's the vision. That's the true. That's the true dream. Could you imagine? Oh my god! In in atomic coral. Uh, no, um, the guitars. The guitars are pretty pretty wild instrument. When you look at that thing, it's it's cra- it's crazy, man. That thing is insane. Good lord! You have to have confidence. So much confidence to play that thing. Oh yeah. All of I the confidence. Definitely. And you got to own it. I absolutely think you could put it off. Yeah, you got to own it. You've got to own it. I was once in a band with a guy who played synths and keys, and he had a, a rack of three of them. But he would play with the with the right hand, and then lift the left hand side of the keyboard up when he when he bent the notes, and it did nothing, but it just looked <laughs> cool. And he would, he, you know, he did the, the face and everything. He's literally he was just bending lifting the keyboard, keyboard off the stand for no reason. I, I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> keyboard players are also, I think, yeah. you have to be in, insane. Yeah, Paul was a, Paul was a legend. God love them. Yeah, do you guys do you guys play keys? Do or anything? They're just a piano, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would we do that? All right, Nick. I yes. I try, I try. I'm, I noodle. Yeah, I yeah. mess around. I. Me too. It's yeah. all just I vamp. You know, just an experiment. Just a big experiment. Does it? Does I, it I take, find... take... Take you out of your okay. routine, of your guitar routine, when it comes to how you yeah, view melodies. Fun. Yeah, I think so. I think I think there's just something about being uh, kind of set onto something where you have no technique and you can't really rely on. You know, when you, you know, when you sit down and practice. It's like you play that that same kind of series of licks. It's like. And, you know, you go to play a solo on something, you play the, it's like improvised, but like maybe the same every time. But when you're playing down, you're sitting at the keyboard, all your technique, you can't just play these licks. You have to kind of try to make music uh, or else you get bored really quickly if you're just kind of hitting, hitting chords. <laughs> so I, I find it's just a really good exercise of sort of being put directly into a position of, you know, trying to be creative as opposed to just practicing technique all the time. I, I don't know why, but I can't I can't really write guitar music I instrumental instrumental music on a guitar. I have I I lack that ability for some reason. It's the strangest thing. Huh. I don't know why. Yeah. And have you ever had the experience that you wrote a, a melody that worked su- super well on the piano and sounded great, but it was kind of hard to transition that into in, uh, onto the guitar to make it really sound good? Ah. Uh... Hmm. I this is turning into a key story. That's funny. Um, <laughs> no, it's usually quite easy to turn it into a guitar melody, just because they are such simple, you know, just simple two or three note melodies. It's just it's difficult for me to uh, develop a story or or sort of a, a melody line with with evolving harmony and movement if I'm just writing on a guitar. I find with the piano, I can kind of do everything together and sort yeah. of you know, almost like audition every note against a chord as I go. Um, and I like the challenge of that too. There's something really cool yeah. about that. So, yeah. But I've been playing, I've been more or less playing since I was eight, since I was 18. Uh, I got a really cheap Casio keyboard when I was about 18 years old and I wanted to learn how to play uh, a little bit of classical music, but I didn't want to take lessons. So I kind of figured, <laughs> figured stuff out and I learned how to read and stuff. Um, 
and then I learned how to read music after that. Uh, no, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, and then I just got so into this, this kind of open world of harmony. I was such a big Pat Metheny fan at the time. And I also found out he was writing a lot of his music at the piano. And I just was wondering why did his guitar music sound so different than everybody else's? And I think it was sort of that understanding of harmony that comes with being humbled by an instrument where you're just like, I got to make music first, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's where that comes from. Fantastic. I love the idea of, of not, uh, not being able to go to your, you know, your, your warm place, your comfort zone, that uh, those licks that just fall out easily. Um, oh man. And I, you know, I experienced it. I experienced it twice like that over the past couple of years. And the other one was the singing. I've been trying to sing and, <laughs> You want to talk humbling? Oh my God! Uh, you know, and that's 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 not going to be sort of a main focus of mine, but it's just an just another thing to to try and do. You know, why not? <laughs> but yeah, yeah very very you humbling. Stood, you stood there anyway. You might as well, you know, say something yeah, with some exactly. music in it. You know, just to go up to the microphone like this, like hypersensitive microphone, just can hear your heartbeat if you wanted to. And every, there's like everybody in the control room and you're like going out to sing the first time on a record and you're like, okay, here we go. And you sing and you're so sharp and everyone's like, <laughs> and, then you, and then you hear the talk back come on and everyone's laughing. You're just like, uh, let's try it. Let's just like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. You know, but it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good exercise in, in, uh, in being humbled and staying focused. <laughs> And I imagine that uh, you, as a player who has a very precise ear and a very good tone, um, it must be also kind of for you, like easier possible to kind of get into those levels where you feel comfortable because you know exactly what is sharp or you know or what what's what's weird or is that something where you where you couldn't really you know yeah yeah earn earn what do you what do you have on a guitar from like how is that. Does it help to be a good guitarist when you, when it comes to playing or uh, to singing or is that doesn't, doesn't uh, big difference? I I don't know. I mean, I, I was talking to uh, I was talking to my wife about this yesterday because I have a, a project with my wife as well, and she sings in that, and uh, we were just talking about you know the studio pressure and everything that kind of goes along with that, and I was thinking about how when I was making the this record with my friend Ben, this archival record, I had to, for the very first time, leave the studio with an incomplete album. I had to actually fly back to the studio and finish doing vocals because I remember being in the booth on this one song. Mm -hmm. And it was so, um, it was, to be honest, it was scary because it was the very first time. And I remember I had the headphones on. I couldn't, and the only way I can really describe it is I was kind of looking for something in the dark, but I couldn't find, I couldn't figure out where the pitch was. It was yeah. like, I was trying to sing the pitch. And I, I fucking couldn't get it. Okay. <laughs> and it was, it was, I can't, it was just so weird. I, I, so I had to leave the studio, um, as a, as a sort of, you know, I would call it a failure, but just humbled very, very So like, you know, the guitar playing, whatever that's, seemingly unrelated maybe just the understanding of of uh of you know pitch and the muscle memory with all that but 
Okay. In terms of the, the crossover for me, I mean, zero crossover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I look forward to uh, to hearing that coming in too, and and then you really owning it and find it quite literally finding your voice. Sorry about that. That 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 came out. You know, yeah. I'm trying. Sorry. I'm. You know, it's 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 going to uh, it's gonna be a long road, but whatever. Who cares? It's fun. Who cares? You know? As long as it's fun, then that's all that yeah. matters. But that's that's my advice and my final line on singing. Yeah, totally. So there you go. <laughs> Right, Nick, would you uh, like to hear Dan's gear pick first or my gear pick? Neither of us will be ooh. offended, depending on who you choose. It, it really doesn't matter. Choose me. Please. Andy, let's let's go with Andy's guitar, a gear pick okay, for the week. Okay, great. Then I get a little jingle. So uh, it's time for my pick oh. of the week. Andy's pick of the week. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there, but uh, that's the jingle. Right, my gear pick of the week is is a guitar. And even though I have two potentially beautiful guitars next to me in a box, which we will unbox at some point during the show, it's not that guitar because I can't pick something that's in a box. That would be ridiculous because that's not fair. Um, However, I have chosen a guitar. It is this. It is Ooh. insane. It is the more uh, Wings W800 and 900, the new headless models coming in from Moore. And it's not just a guitar. It's got the GTRS intelligence system built in. So you can plug in headphones to this thing, and it's got a built-in multi-effects. Or you can plug it into a PA system or plug it into an amp, and it's, it's got everything you need inside it. Um, mm-hmm. These things, I haven't tried this model, but I've tried the original, more Strat style, traditional shape, and it's insanely good um, and fun. And there are three colors. Uh, We have the Aurora Pink, the Aurora Purple, and the Aurora Green. And I dig this heavily because they're so weird. Um, and so, uh, because I know the system, the GTRS system, I know that that is good. So as long as the guitar delivers as an instrument, everything else should fall in place. Um, oops, uh, press, oh, <laughs> darn it. Um, they're coming in at looking Good at thing it was a picture of another guitar, huh? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky it. peeky. Yeah. They're coming in at just over a thousand euros. All right. So, um, that's about the price they should be. I'm just putting that link into the chat if anyone wants it. Um, I think they look great. I know Dan likes it because it was going to be his gear pick of the week. And I said, can I have it, please? So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, my you God. What do you reckon so, to those crazy nutso headless guitars with computer in it? Not my thing. I'm gonna, it's a hard pass. <laughs> For me, hard pass. Hard pass. That was that was fast. It was even faster than telling someone to you know to leave yeah, the room. I, I gotta go, Nick. Sorry, I've just, yeah. I gotta do a thing. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, let, me, right, let, let me, me do some research on those first. <laughs> Sorry. I'll take the ball and run with it a little bit. Uh, what I like about the okay. guitars is a they have an alder body. Always like yeah. guitars. Oh, let's do suspect, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's got a roasted maple neck. I think uh, Nick's guitars also have. Are they also mm-hmm. roasted? Some of them, the PTs. Yeah, yeah, I think some so. of them are roasted. Yeah, flame broiled. Kind, 
Yeah. <laughs> well done. What uh, what kind of what kind of intrigued me was that they say it uh, these guitars come with fend frets, but yeah. to me these are not necessarily fend. They are just slanted, right? They mm. they look multi scale, but they're kind. Of, yeah, they're not. They are slanted, but they. I don't know. What do you define? I'm not a really a fan fret player, but I kind of like them when I do. This is a fan, right? Yeah, this is how you, that's how a fan. You would and this is, a fan. this is straight to, hang on, to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably mirrored. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. It's like a, a it's not really a fan fret. It's more like, like a slanted, like what we saw on the, on, the, on the Q models, the QX ones. And I really find yeah. it interesting to see that this kind of feature of having slightly angled frets towards the, the high notes kind of find, it, find its way into the mainstream because, you know, with the tech, modern techniques like, you know, the tapped harmonics and the sliding and, and almost piano-esque uh, tapping kind of techniques. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty cool to see that those uh, features kind of being sneaked into into regular production models at a price tag of around that one grand that's pretty cool i just really like the body shape i mean take apart all the things i if i just put it on screen again i love mm -hmm. that that where the top where it's going to go where your arm goes over the arm contour i love that sort of almost german carve so it's it's a very mm -hmm. modern design but there there seems to be some some sort mm -hmm. of design gone into it that being said i don't think i would play it on stage I I, if I did, I'd have to have glasses than, with LEDs in them. That's so the true test. Yeah. yeah, so you're yeah, picking that as your pick of the week, or do you, you wouldn't play it? I, I, what? No, I, it is my pick of the week. It really excited me to see it, but <laughs> it would be, I would want to take it on stage. Let me put it this okay. way. But I think the okay. other members of the band would have an issue with me playing that. I think they might say, can you please pick up the Fender Strat again? All right. Or that, or that gorgeous check the Nick Johnson oh. signature. Yeah. <laughs> Put that one around your neck and walk on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a bit of a tough look. It'd be a tough look. Yeah. It is. It's a tough sell to in a blues rock band. Yeah. But you would stand um, out, to say the least. Exactly. <laughs> Either Charlie, Cooper, out of the club. Charlie Cooper from Orange says Spinal Tap, own it, don't look at it. It's too important. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> all right um so that's that's my guitar that's i i think nick doesn't like it i'm not sure and it wasn't entirely clear yeah it's, no. do you guys see those guitars with the, the uh, like with the effects and the computer like do you guys remember the uh was it the firebird x they put out yeah I, I, <laughs> I remember i remember i remember yeah. the firebird x was when i lost faith in all that shit I was just like, let's just stop. Stop doing this. Oh, I agree. It's pointless. No, not pointless. Sorry. I, it, it's, it has a point. It's just, yeah. I would rather plug into an amp. However, you can do some cool stuff and it helps you make music. So it can't be that bad. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. So stop the bulldozers. Stop them. Okay. Yeah. Don't bulldoze the moors. <laughs> no. The fireboards right, are Dan, gone already. Dan, it is time for your pick of the week. You're the only one left. So I'm going to play your jingle. We're going to then see if Nick Ooh. likes that jingle and then hear what you've got. All right. Of the week, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> have, we, have we broken Nick? We've broken we break Nick. Nick? Yeah. 
Oh my god. Was that you singing, Dan? No, that was Andy. <laughs> oh my god, that is hysterical. I'd love to hear Dan's version of, of Dan singing that. And Nick, if you'd like to cover that on your next release, then we can talk, you know, oh my God. And, and licensing. That was tremendous. Yeah. Good. I, it's, how are you going to follow that up? What's your pick? What's the guy? <laughs> my oh, pick yeah. is a yeah. very on, artsy, artsy guitar. It's the new Dave Bach uh, Sum 41 signature guitar from Duesenberg. And Duesenberg, the uh, Germany-based uh, company, they just announced that model uh, for uh, some 41 Shred Dude, um, Mr. Brown Sound, Dave Bach. And um, what I really like about Duesenberg is that they kind of reinvent the design. They always combine Art Deco elements with very, very oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. useful useful specs. And uh, that signature mm. guitar is very interesting because it has like a little bit of both worlds. It's got a solid body construction, again, with an older body. Um, it's got three Duesenberg pickups. I think we'll talk about Little Toaster on the bridge and then some single coils in the, um, in the middle and uh, neck position. Um yeah, and I just I just dig the looks. It's a very fancy kind of T style interpretation. Uh, the Magpie inlay is just the icing on the cake and the fretboard. Mm. Um, it's got laser etched knobs and and you know all those tiny little details that uh, you know separate the boys from the men. So yeah, I, I really nice. like it. It's 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 expensive, nice. so it's like almost three grand, but it's made in Germany and a beautiful instrument. And um, yeah, I think. I also like that to see that transition because Dave Bach back in the day when when some forty one with Fat Lip and all those songs was big, they he was playing PRS single cuts like almost every oh. new rock punk new metal player at the time you know Wes Borland and you, know, you name it those Huber kind of guys. Stank. Remember the Hoobastank? Yeah, Hoobastank. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Astrin, yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah, Termonti. Yeah. Dave Astrin even had a twelve yeah. string uh, PRS that looked hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah, that and was the sound. Tra- Nickelback, Nickelback too, I believe, had that sound. Yeah. All those guys doing that, yeah. Yeah. PRS exactly. into a, a rectifier. Rectifier, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now he's he's with Duesenberg and kind of. That's cool. You know, it's a good looking guitar. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, would you? I would like to go on stage with that. Price is a little. Price is a little off-putting. Um, not that I'm trying to sway people when we do the Bible or Burn to not choose your uh, pick, but uh, that's an expensive guitar. And um, history shows that in Bible or Burn, people don't go for expensive things when I pick them. So, uh, Because you pick 50K yeah. guitars, okay? We're talking about 2.8K, <laughs> not 50K. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> what did you pick that was... What did you pick that was 50k? What are we talking about here? Um, it was it was um, the Fender uh, Venus, which was actually belonged to Courtney Love, which is why it was so expensive. The Fender Venus? Yes. Wow. I've never heard of which, this. Not the Can I look it up Venus. real quick? Yeah, go for it, man. Go for it. Um, uh, it, it is not a very... Um, a versatile guitar for sure um but it certainly is a guitar if, if, oh, if it okay, is nothing okay. it is a guitar but it's but certainly it is a guitar <laughs> yes <laughs> it is above all other things could be everything oh man yeah, so that yeah was i just because I mean, just... it was Courtney loves wow wonderful yep 
Right, I have teased. Oh. I've teased by Burn long enough. We need to decide who shall be victorious this week. Um, let's. Do you want another little jingle, Nick? We got a little jingle for this. Yeah, play the. Of course. Right here we go then. Bye, Borrow or Burn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Success. I love you how I once again. I, I like how you've done the voices for all three of them, and all three voices are different. <laughs> They're like, I, I would have loved to see the behind the scenes of you doing that one. Just gotta get the pitch like let me just get the pitch you had to get the pitch right and then you went for it exactly that's we're almost half of my personalities so damn that, yeah. that's that's where we are yeah. anyway no, i'm excited what, what do we got here what do we, what, how do we do this? right let me just quickly explain by borrow or burn in by borrow or burn we have three gear picks of the week we have the new juno keyboards from nick johnston we have the dusenberg guitar from dan and we have my more gtrs headless modern thing that no one's gonna pick <laughs> So the rules are, hypothetically, you have enough money to buy any of them, but you must choose to buy one, to borrow one, which means you've got to give it back, and to burn one. Nobody, no brands or companies will get offended because it's just a little game, all right? So don't reach out. So aggressive. To, you have to burn it. Just burn it. So aggressive. Yeah. That's um, how, uh, I know okay. that Poo Ninja has already made some choices, apparently, in the chat. So, Who? Uh, Poo Ninja. <laughs> Poo Ninja is multi-famous. He's on every guitar YouTube channel. He is yeah. one of the biggest fans of guitar YouTube and wow. um, a, a decent chap as well. What's up, uh, Poo Ninja? He's recently bought an electronic bike. Very nice. Right, an e-bike. Uh, an e-bike. That's the one. <laughs> I said electronic bike, like people say electronic guitars. Then that was weird. <laughs> yep. E-bike, indeed. You play an electronic guitar, Poo Ninja. Here we go. Poo Ninja would, for example, buy the cyborg guitar, borrow the keys, and burn Dan's pick until he sends me my peer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has one on order, does he? No, that's the point. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. On give me one the, because. The moment he sends me his credit card details, uh, I'll put that in the system. Boom. It's, it'll there be ready go. to ship. Mic drop. Hilarious. Andy, Mike not too. me, but Andy Bunga <laughs> would buy the Dusenberg, borrow the more thing, and burn. Hang on, burn Andy's guitar. Uh, what? I think the, he I meant think the keyboard thing. Maybe it's the more thing, the Juno thing. Yeah. Sorry, Andy, we're confused. There's the keyboard, there's my guitar, and there's Dan's guitar. That is confusing sorry um maybe you want to pick again I'll, I'll put it on screen again later if you like uh one more yeah. from the chat we've got josh wood buy the Dusenberg, borrow the gtrs and burn the keys because he can't play them oh give fair it a enough try. yeah yeah that's fair. fair enough okay um we'll do the guessing thing nick who do you want to guess for i'll guess for dan all right Go ahead. All right. Buy the Duesenberg. Borrow the keys. Burn the future guitar. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> you know me very well, my friend. <laughs> I just want to point out that, like, the majority of people actually would burn that ugly headless guitar. 
Burn the ugliest face. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. Oh, oh true. It's not true. It's not true. Look, Valeria, she would buy them more out of curiosity. She would borrow the keys and burn the 70s cafeteria. She'd burn your guitar, Daniel, son. Yeah, that's if, we, if we did a survey... We should that 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 should be a thing. Is there such a, uh, such a things as polls like live polls? Can we do there that? There is, but because we're running through the restream platform, I don't have access to them without doing some serious window right. tab thing. And I'm already okay. pressing ten buttons and choosing yeah, crap guitars, yeah, yeah, so I don't yeah. want to do it. Choosing crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can thought. I, okay, I, wait, wait. Can, so, so wait. So Moore is the brand. Moore is the brand, right? Moore is the I brand. Thought they yeah. were, I thought they were only uh, the very first thing I ever got from. They gave I got something from Moore, and it was a uh, it was like a power supply. So like they started out and they were doing guitars. Now, wow, what well, a Moore, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but I'm going to anyway. Moore and Joyo are the same company. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. And Moore do the digital stuff. So they have some geniuses doing this digital stuff, and right. Joyo do the right. more analog stuff. Um, okay. I don't, cool. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I forget what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not because, you know. Yeah. It's all good. But, it's all good. Oh, what, we got, what do we got here? Try <laughs> <laughs> right. the keys to get back into playing keys. Good one. Ooh. The, buy an Ibanez Q52. Burn the Duesenberg because it looks like it would burn well. So, Dan, uh, remember when someone, I don't remember who said that everyone would burn the, the futuristic car. I, I, I don't think that seems to be correct <laughs> seems to be incorrect correct okay 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 got a point but i gotta i gotta kind of pull off that whole poll thing because i really want to know what the results would look like after such an episode i think that's like market research on the spot right it is yeah we should we should definitely yeah. be getting some payment you know what I, i can do this as you're guessing for me if you really want if you really yeah. want i can do it okay mm. you got you got to guess for me guess what i I would do it might cause my internet to drop out as i'm doing it all right okay so you would uh, <laughs> buy the mora borrow the duesenberg and burn the keyboards no then you would borrow the keyboards and burn my doozy just for fun Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I'd just burn that guitar until there was not even ash left for the mm -hmm. pure reason that I want to win. Yeah, I hear you. And I picked it. But I absolutely I love Duesenberg. So it's only the game that I would do it. In reality, I would love to play that guitar because I've played all the Duesenbergs I've played have been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's a game, you know. So absolutely. Uh, By the way, did you did you I see? Do, I'm trying to Chris's do this pick. poll. Did you did you see Chris's pick? What was Chris's Chris was, pick? No, I did Chris not. Was, Chris Barocci. Uh, Hello, Chris Barocci. Yeah, Chris was kind of bending the rules um, because he said he would buy Nick because he needs to jam with him again. He would oh, yeah. borrow <laughs> borrow me hey, and geek out on cool guitars and burn Mr. Ferris because he burned his bass. What? All right. Uh, to explain that, Chris asked me to uh, help him refinish his bass, and I took all the finish off his bass, and then for no reason whatsoever set fire to it. Um, not, <laughs> I didn't burn it. I just set fire to it with some mitre fluid just just for fun. Is there is there so some, some footage from that? 
Yeah, it's on Chris's channel. Uh, oh, wow. I recommend I you all go to Chris Barocci's channel and, and have yeah. a little look at his yeah. five-string jazz choir, I believe it was, which is now, yeah. I want to say pink. Uh, it's a okay. beautiful, It was beautiful. The work that Chris did with it was mwah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's I like, did set fire to it, so that's fair. That's like buy, borrow, burn, gone wrong. <laughs> the perverted yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. But it's also, it's also, there's something, there's something illegal activity, activity in there because he wants to, to purchase me as well. I'm not quite sure what, what to make of that. That's part of true. That, that sounds also illegal. I'll, I'll, I'll and... keep, I'll keep an eye out for vans wherever I go from now on. Okay. Do it. <laughs> yeah, be very, very careful. What the? If you see like, a guy driving by with waving Roland keyboards out of the window of this van, then don't go for it. Don't yeah. go for it. Keep, on, keep on with the VST. <laughs> I am trying to add a. Oh, I can do the poll. All right, here we go. Right, right people. I want to see. The, I want to see the B. truth. We're gonna go for more. I want to see the truth. The truth. We're going to go for Dusenberg and we're going to go for Juno. There is a, a first ever um, poll coming in on the Bible Roburn, I believe. Um, currently, we're at 0% for everything because nobody's voted. But as people vote, uh, I, can, I can tell you the, the percentage. Uh, so we're, a... we're, talking, we're talking what you would... Hang on, the answer before I didn't... Don't answer yet. I haven't given what to do. Which one would you buy? So this is the first question. Which one would you buy? Um, which one would you buy? So currently, and we just need which one would you burn, and then we know what's in the middle because nobody's really cares about the middle, right? That's true. Well done. We only need to do two polls. That's yeah. very intelligent. Thank you. Thank I never you. would have thought of that. I would have done all. I would have done four possibly. <laughs> so, so for the for the buying, currently sixty eight percent of people would buy the Dusenberg, eighteen percent would buy the Moore, and fourteen percent would buy the Juno. It's just changed. Oh my goodness, new numbers are in. Seventy percent would buy the Moore, seventy percent would buy the Dusenberg, and thirteen percent would buy the Juno. It's fair. It's guitar players rather than keyboard players. Don't I guess upset. we are in guitar stories. That is, yeah. Fair. Yeah. To be uh, fair, I, yeah. the, I split the table. The, to, <laughs> the fact we need to take here is that the Dusenberg is at seventy-one percent of people buying it. Um, nice. I'm going to end that nice. poll and do another quick one of uh, burn. Oh, that's a Q and A. This is really hard to do. Why? Why do YouTube make it so uh, so complicated? Hang on. Start a poll. Right. This one is burn, not run. I can't. Um, Moore, Dusenberg, and um, Juno. So, which one are you going to burn? There is your poll. Please also burn the Dusenberg. What? Andy. Yes, Dan. <laughs> why? Simply, why? You're leading the witness. <laughs> you can't do that. I am. I am. But, but he's, so, he's such a charming guy, and he does it so in such a subtle way, right? It's just, I think I got away with it. Oh, the yeah. the numbers are interesting. Numbers are obviously false, but very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, currently, um, I will leave it over for another thirty seconds because I don't know if this is good podcast content, but it certainly is fun. So the more forty-one percent of people would burn the more. <laughs> only 27% of people would burn the Juno and only 32% would burn the Dusenberg, meaning yeah. that most people, indeed, Daniel, would 
Blackburn, the more you were correct in your statement earlier. Thank you very or, much. I'm not very happy about that. Hypothesis is, is accepted. Thank you. Oh, it's gone down but, to 39%. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait. We're now at 39% more and 35% Dusenberg. No. Now we're 42 more. You can you Come can on, try people. as hard as you want, you know? Come on. It's Andy's Come army on. now creating accounts and kind of kind of, you know, <laughs> voting for, voting for more. Let's just let's just you know, let's just state that the more guitars are great instruments, a lot of bang for the buck, but probably not necessarily the choice for the majority of our viewers, right? It's a very nice way to state that. That was very nice. All right. I'm taking the final thing. I'm so excited. That was that was truly invigorating at this time of day. Thirty-eight percent of people would burn the Moor, thirty-four percent would burn the Dusenberg, and twenty-six percent would burn the Juno. That is twenty-six people voted. I think thirty-eight percent, thirty-four percent is not enough to have a clear definition. So well <laughs> we should move on, right? We should definitely move on. Um, yeah, so I'm the loser. Dan is the winner, and Nick Johnston is everybody's friend in the middle. Everybody's friend. Everyone. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I, I think that is a a little tagline you should use. Actually, I, th I get the feeling that you you kind of are everybody's friend when you when everybody's you friend. <laughs> Nick Johnston. I like Good that. Good name for an album, actually. Everybody's friend. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. All right. They can have a B side, and there's everybody's enemy. That'd be good, like a, a, pro, a project yeah. concept album. I don't know, man. I'm go. Canadian. I gotta have the stereotype. Gotta have the stereotype. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. I, I, I once heard. I once heard from a professor who said uh, Canadians are the teddy bears of the world. Everyone loves to hug them. Oh, it's, oh, oh, nice. No, that's. I've met some real. I've met some real assholes up here. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Nick, um, we have to go to a quick sponsorship slot. So maybe we can invite you to go backstage and have a quick sip of tea or whatever your beverage oh, is uh, for, the, for the, the show. And um, we'll welcome you back in a little moment. Is that okay? Wonder wonderful. wonderful. Thank you. We'll see you in a little, in a little moment. Um, All right. So, Dan. Yes. Dan. Um, we have some wonderful sponsors this week. They have sponsored us before. They shall hopefully sponsor us again. Um, Guitar Auctions by Gardner Holgate in the UK. They wonderful. have some of the most amazing guitars that come up for auction. Just period. And I've bought three of them. And as you know, I'm working on a couple more. Uh, have you got any questions you have about guitar auctions that I could possibly answer? Well, in this, of course. I mean, the guitar auctions, we've, we've talked about that previously. Um, mm -hmm. When is the next auction? That would be interesting to know. Next one is in early December. Do you know exactly when? Uh, is it December 7th and 8th? Correct, because there's two days. And on some days they have guitars, but they have other stuff because it's not just guitars, Dan. Oh, wow. What else do they offer? Pedals, amps, memorabilia, um, ticket stubs, you know, that you name it, they've probably got it all right and uh i mean that stuff must be highly expensive or is there something also available for the mere mortals like us they do have vintage stuff that can go for quite a lot of money and we've seen that we talked about them before there's some stuff that is highly rare and collectible however there's also some stuff that is quirky and affordable achievably affordable and i've chose one may i, may I share it with you dan of course 
Yeah, it's it's this, which is um, the 1960s Wilson Sapphire 12-string electric guitar made, just like me, in England. And they estimate it will go for between 200 and 400 pounds. And I mm. think that looks absolutely amazing. It's kind of like a Burns Bison kind of thing. I don't know. I, I'm intrigued. I would buy that if it went for about 200 just because it looks cool and it's 12 strings. And I don't have a 12 string. Yeah, that's a good point. Everyone needs a 12 string, right? Yeah. But here's so. the thing. I mean, since since uh, guitar auctions is, is located in the UK, isn't it a hassle to kind of fly over and then pick that stuff up? Or how, what's the routine? You could fly over if you wanted to. You could go visit their showroom in Bath and meet the lovely Luke who does the auctions. Mm. Or because it's all done online and it's live streamed and you can bid online with your credit card and all that, they can also organize for it to be shipped to you anywhere in the world that shipping people go to. So no, you can do it from the comfort of your own toilet. Sweet. <laughs> so Luke is actually wrapping the, the, the guitar and sending it over? Uh, he, he did mine, you know, because we're friends. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he'll do yours personally, but um, you can ask. You know, there might be some sort of upcharge to get Luke to do it. I recommend you do. Email him. Sweet. Sweet. Cool. Well, that, that's that's the end of our sponsorship. But don't forget to go to guitar-auctions.co.uk and see their listings. As Dan said, 7th and 8th of December is the next auction. I will be there watching and possibly buying. <sighs> Even more guitars. Uh, not more, but more guitars. Oh, I like it, Dan. Uh, I miss Nick. Should we bring him back? Yeah, please. Please. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, Nick. We just did an ad read. Um, no worries. Uh, no worries. Welcome back. Welcome back. I guess I should say to the back. people in the chat, if you have any questions for Nick, now is the time to put them in the chat. Oh, I will yeah. pin them, and we shall <clears> ask them uh, in some sort of fashion. I don't know exactly how, how we'll do that. Mm hmm but uh, people are still um, raving about the, the guitar auctions. Yeah. Charlie Cooper from Orange is watching some Orange vintage gear they've sold. Cool. I love it. Um, let's just have a shout-out for Nick. This is a shout-out uh, from Jameson Snow. Hey, Nick. I love my Schecter NJ Traditional. Oh, wonderful. By the look of their avatar, is that the uh, coral that you have? I think so. Mm. A mean machine. Mm. That's great. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for the support. I appreciate uh, it. I forgot we've got to unbox your guitars. I haven't done that yet. We could do that in a moment. But yeah. possibly the most important question of the entire show so far is from Andrew Morgan in Australia. Nick, where did you get that hat? Where did you get that hat? <laughs> oh, where did I get this one? Uh, let me think. Let me remember. Let me think. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, you can jump to, in. With I'll have to keep. Let, let like. me remember where I got this. Yeah, I have a bunch of them now. So, all right. It, okay. It, it, it escapes me. <laughs> it's a whole whole collection. So at some point you will have more hats than guitars. Yes, very soon, actually. Wow. I've thought about becoming a hat person because as I get older, the the hair is leaving. You know, I, I'm finding the hair leaving my head, getting an older man, and I don't want to suddenly just shave the head and and well, I will, but. If I became a hat person, then I could just be a hat person forever. Mm -hmm. Be a hat person forever. Oh, this is from a store. It's actually a UK store. They're called Other. 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 In the yeah, UK. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Did you know if they do ha- hats for people with extremely large heads, such as myself? Yeah, I, I would imagine so. I have a large melon myself, so. Okay, good. I think and now, yeah. good. plus now size everyone, melon. Plus everyone melon. Will, will head to otheruk.com to collect, uh, to, to buy Nick's signature hat. Almost. Signature <laughs> hat. <laughs> Actually, there's a German blue sky, um, Henrik Freischlader. He's got a, a hat from Stetson. And they sell oh, the signature hat. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's I don't, pretty I cool. don't find it too weird since you're wearing that. Why not? I mean, Indiana Jones also has a signature hat, the fedora, right? This is true. <laughs> true. <laughs> what would but my maybe, signature hat be? I don't know. I don't know. With the fro, it's got to, it's got to be fitting, kind of. Probably just a box or the bag the hat comes in. You know. Yeah. 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 Just wear a baseball hat. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. I take on my final dad form. Yeah. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> um, we've got a question from uh, someone called Charlie Cooper. Uh, Charlie Cooper, never, never know who this guy is. He says, Nick, what is your favorite orange amplifier? Random question from a random person with a little kiss at the end. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, I have the rocker verb which is an absolute monster of an amp. Uh, I, but I used, I used on this uh, run of shows I did recently, I can't remember which one it was. It was a, a custom shop orange amp, and it was quite possibly the nicest amp or one of the nicest amps I've ever used. The name escapes me, unfortunately, but um, I'd probably say just because I have one and I have the most experience with it, just the, the rock of it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I dig so. the rock of verb. Dig it hard. Um, maybe Charlie. Maybe Charlie could a custom shop fifty. Charlie, a suggestion? Suggesting? I believe it was that. Yes, I believe it was that. How does he know? How does he know these things about orange? Yeah, it was that. It's, it's a miracle, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to unbox the guitar, Nick. I think it's time that I, I did this. And to do that, I'm going to press some buttons so that I got it. There we go. So Nick and, and wow. Dan are currently smaller uh, because I need a bit more space. Ooh. Nick, do you now, want me to do... You, you can see everything here, right? You've got, yeah, you can see everything. Full disclosure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to do the Nick Johnston traditional HSS in a green? Is that atomic green? Let's do it. Let's do it. Or the atomic ink. And should that say atomic pink or is it really atomic ink? Ink, yeah. Okay, so which one do you want, the green or the ink? Let's do green. Let's do the, the old no, classic. That's the classic. Yeah, yeah. The green. Here it is. It is just um, the the lady that delivered this from DPD looks so stressed out, and I was trying to console her. She was she had a, a van full of um, tires. Okay. And there was like fifty tires in the back of this van, and she said that's her last drop. <laughs> Oh. So she was super stressed delivering these guitars. So she was lovely. Um, That's fantastic. They made it. They made it in time. Yeah. DPD information. So uh, Schechter <laughs> guitar research. This is where I don't drop the guitar. Ooh. Oh, look at that color shining through these bags. Mm. <laughs> Nick, if I'm not mistaken, this is the color that not like it wasn't the first signature, but uh, that started it all because this was like the first proper spec signature that was kind of you had all the bells and whistles that you were looking for is that right yeah this was oh there you go very important uh i hand signed each one of those pieces of paper 
and there's I one like of my hair. There's, there's one of my hairs in each uh, each box. <laughs> Forget about the Vi DNA. This is the Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson DNA. DNA. Was it Superman yeah. too, where they cloned him from a, a strand of hair? Yeah, I, I have no idea. So no idea. Got the trem bar and a some adjustment stuff and a hang tag. Right now, let's see if I can do this. If you're watching, if you're listening to the audio version, um, it's it's amazing this bit. Right, some solid ASMR. Yeah, do it, do it gently. Mmm. Sweet. Oh, that roasted, roasted, roasted tastiness. Um, Good I'm lord. I'm terrible at taking these bags off. Here we go. Mm. Look at dun, that. Nice. Oh, yeah. That is a pretty looking that guitar. That is so fucking nice. I always forget, like, it's such a nice guitar, man. It's ridiculous. Someone's oh, written stuff God. on the back. So, oh, there you go. Someone's oh, even, written on Is that laser etched? <laughs> That's ridiculously cool. Look at that. What's How's yeah, that logo man. called? Does it have a name? <clears throat> well, that's... So I have uh, on the on the USA version. Well, I have one behind <laughs> me. It's a different logo, and then on the Diamond series, it's a it's the other logo. And then there's actually a third uh, line coming soon, which I can't say anything about yet. With another logo, so we're just like depending oh. on the line, you get a, a different look. It's a silly, there's it's a, a small detail, but I like that kind of shit. You know? Okay, so we're talking about a new line coming, like in terms of price or in terms of features can you like share that little uh, detail both. with us both oh wow yeah yeah okay. both a whole a whole uh yeah new features new wood I, everything i i, I should so, have yeah, the prototype can... soon so Ooh. Yeah. and it's made nice. in a different it's another like a different um different factory different um a whole different oh. experience so we'll see what happens Ooh, okay. When yeah. when do we need to keep our eyes peeled for that release? Is there already a date set? Uh, the release itself probably won't be till next year, but I'll I'll definitely be teasing it as I as I uh, Ooh, as I go. Okay. You know, sweet. Yeah. All right. Right. Let me oh, just what? show some close ups, and I'll I'll give some not some info, but some opinions. Just very very man. Quickly. It looks killer, um, man. My God. It does look great. That is a beautiful color. I love the fact that you've got the truss rod adjustment as a spoke wheel at the end of the heel of the neck. That is the only way and the only place a truss rod should be adjusted. It doesn't right. make sense to it anywhere else. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> um, we've got a push-pull on the tone, just there. We're just going to split that hungle, that the hump, the hungle coil. The hungle coil. This is my job. I do this all day. Did you say? Wait. It's did you shape. say hung? Yeah, man, that's funny. Yeah. Play that. Play hungle. that same part again. Play that same part on the hungle coil. Actually, that'll sound really good. <laughs> Hang on. There you go. Get it. Get it. This hungy sound. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that was that was more hungerly ish. Yeah, definitely. Nick, what, that Nick? is a um, a beautiful looking guitar, a beautiful feeling guitar, and smelling good as well. Mm. Yeah, just don't Get taste roasted. it. Don't taste it. Just don't taste it. Whatever you do, mm. I, I I can't. I shouldn't. I shan't. I might do it after the show when no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Well, that was a unboxing of a guitar. That we've don't think, I don't think we've ever done that. Um, oh, Nick, that switch. That's a good switch. A very right loud there. switch. Very lit yes. That's good. Solid. I, I do nice. like the switch a lot, so I made you know. Yeah, that's shit important. goes flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to plug that in a little later and um and not sleep. Nice. <laughs> when was when was the time when you switched from uh three single coils to HSS configuration? Was that that must have been a necessity during uh album record or what was what was the reason? When did that? I do it? I did it yeah, I did it um in twenty twenty, I think. Okay. I I had made let's see here. Public display. Okay, so I'd made four solo albums where I used just pure pure single coil uh, with that you know beautiful sixty cycle hum everywhere. And I just you know I'd done so much touring, done so much Sorry, touring. And, the, there's a channel yeah. called sixty cycle hum, and beautiful and sixty cycle hum is kind of a very hard contradiction at that point. Just clarification. Sorry for the interruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't say anything. No, you just gave uh, him the look. <laughs> and anyway, so I, I, I had been using that for a long time, and I, I had kind of decided it was time for uh, something, something new. And okay. humbuckers provided just something where I could, I could kind of like relearn how to how to play a little bit. I was so used to always flicking to that back single coil for certain sounds and that's when i was still really grabbing the bridge i was always grabbing the bridge for shit but i kind of got rid of all a lot of that anyways and then mm -hmm. i started using a whammy bar again so it's kind of like a big overhaul and uh it's been great but the the, the humbuckers they make you play a little different it's definitely a different type of player mm -hmm. uh so eventually i'll probably end up going back just to kind of bouncing <laughs> bouncing around. but i have a telecaster a tele style as you can see right there with Schechter as well and has a humbucker in the neck and a single other. so it's just cool trying cool. all this different trying all this different stuff pretty yeah. pretty exciting though. i was wondering yeah. you just mentioned sorry uh you just no. mentioned the the tremolo kind of thingy when when or how did that come about did you didn't have a a, a whammy bar at that time or because that's such a very idiosyncratic idiosyncratic technique of of yours i've never i i had never seen that before and still to this day you're the only person that i know <laughs> that has that had that had has this technique so ingrained in in his playing how did that come about yeah i i was doing a lot of that when i was probably 20 i remember being about 22 23 so i had i had a bunch of um really sort of shrapnel era level shred guitars Okay. When I was a when I was a teenager into my early twenties, I had a bunch of stuff, and I, I just I was using the whammy bar. I had the locking tuning heads, you know, had everything the phase inverter, the cappuccino machine, everything built into the guitar. I could do everything, right? <laughs> and, uh, like fifty different switches. There was so much stuff. Um, and I had a I was playing with a friend of mine a lot, and and eventually he kind of said to me, he goes, you know, you you sound terrible. <laughs> Whoa, that's hard. Because he's like, you should not be using that whammy bar. Because I was like everything. Like you can imagine me tuning, do na, do na, bar, do na, no. Uh, but <laughs> it's like every conceivable moment 
where I could use it. Anyway, so I got rid of it. I, I, I sold everything and I bought a Telecaster, which was, you know, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's basically just a, a canoe paddle with a pickup in it. And, you know, <laughs> so it kind of re reshaped how I played. I had to get rid of the bar. And then, um, then I bought a Strat. I had this dream guitar I wanted and the body, the, 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 the bridge, sorry, was floating just ever so slightly as they come set up. And I remember just kind of hitting it with my palm and it fluttered and it was like, Oh, that's cool. And I just, I wanted, you know, a little bit of that, the way of our son just by grabbing it. And I figured out ways I would hit it with my hand. I actually, since not doing that, this is all finally like fully healed. I used to have cuts on you <laughs> hit it. Uh, just being, um, yeah. <clears throat> but it just, it just was a, of it, you know, I did that for a while. I just, I don't, I don't do it anymore. It's it, 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 you know, ran its course, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, I have the the telly coming from Schecter in a few weeks as well. That was supposed to Ooh. come today, but there was some kind of shipping issue. And they said, well, we could send you these. And I said, oh, yes, please. I'd love to unbox those with Nick on the show. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, that's great. Smell them in front of him. But, uh, yeah, the smell test. The smell test <laughs> yeah, and the, the tuning test. test. <laughs> that's all you need. Review done. Finished. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just want to say thank you to Valeria for the super chat because our regular friend and guest, uh, Mikhail, is not here. So she sent us um, 4,000 Chilean pesos. Is is that correct? Am I right there? Am I way off the mark with what CLP stands for? Um, yeah, so thank you for, for that, uh, Valeria. You're very, very kind. And thank you for moderating everything. Yeah. Um, and for doing the, the timestamps. She needs to get a shout out every single week for doing the timestamps so quickly and so accurately. Amazing. Wow. We love you. Wow. Well, actually, she, she only did them last week, not to not to take it away from her. Okay. Um, and I, I wasn't going to ask her to do them again, but now I feel that I could comfortably ask her again because you gave us such <laughs> nice, nice, wonderful shout out. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, a question from Chris Barocci himself, the legend. He asks... Now that you use the whammy bar again, Nick, can you control the addiction? Um, yes, because uh, <laughs> that's so funny, the addiction. <laughs> um, because I'm doing it on a guitar where I don't have it set up where I can pull up too much on it. And a huge part of the problem for me was always doing those sort of harmonics and pulling up and bending it's ma it's mainly just to to drop pitch now as opposed to you know have the the full kind of spectrum. So I, I'm, I'm I behave. I'm like right in the middle now. All right. Don't yeah. hand him a Pia or any other shred guitar. Could could be go a disaster. off the rails. Yeah. Total disaster. <laughs> so I'd, I'd like to see it. Um, right. Uh, could we, Dan, could we, I know you got a load of questions. Can you go for it while I just take a little break and sit here and listen? Right? Yeah, of course. Uh, could you show us one of the images? Uh, because I would briefly like to touch touch base on the whole style thing. Because I think, and I've I've heard that phrase a lot of times that people coined you uh, one of the most uh, stylish guitar players in the industry. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> 
Uh, and actually, I was wondering, uh, since, you know, we know each other for quite a while, and I was kind of always watching that transition from, you know, becoming that, that long-haired, shredding dude um, who kind of started beard. his career. Yeah, no, without even even sans the beard. Um, oh, and then, yeah. And then you grew the beard, became that kind of clinic clinician rock monster with that massive tone and several instrumental albums. And then you transitioned even further. You got tattoos. You you know made another made another step. Made the first um, first record where you even sang. And now even further transitioned, like the fourth iteration, Mark Four of Nick Johnson, with uh, with archival and with uh, your the project with your wife and with the hat and all you know the fashionista kind of thing what's that like? <laughs> what's what's the process like to kind of reinvent yourself also from a visual uh, visual standpoint we see some of the images like at the very beginning we see we see you with uh, one of the look early at, sector look at look at that young man look at yeah, that young without man. the beard that, yeah so that was uh i believe that was back in 2015 so that's what seven or 14 was that eight years ago yeah, that could be. Anyway, and then you and I, that's when you and I were touring together. What year was that? that look at that fucking beard. Oh, my God. 2015-ish? Yeah. yeah. And then that was uh, recently in my living room, the last one. But uh, <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, no, this is wow. like this is a true wallpaper in your living room? Yeah, you can see it behind me. Oh, wow. <laughs> kind of. It's all back there. You can kind of see it. Oh, wow. Killer. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, that's fantastic i mean that's you know that's a long for me it's a that's a long time i think you know you're kind of a different person after that mm -hmm. long and and depends on what you want to use to express yourself some people buy a nice car some people you know they they have interest in other things i like uh my you know my wife's also into fashion and design and that's her her job so you know i like i like nice fabrics and I, i'm lucky she makes me stuff and it's like the most you know incredible stuff so um it's nice to it's nice to kind of go down that path a little bit the beard mm -hmm. i i uh i actually started growing the beard um because i was touring so much i never took a a, a rate a like a razor blade or a shaving mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. kit with me <laughs> <laughs> so it would just start to come in and I, I, you know, I'd be gone sometimes for a month or a month, month and a half, two months. And I'm just, I'm just, all right. And I started, I learned it, it, it would come in very naturally and very quickly. So I was, I was always growing just this. I remember at one point I had, it was so big. I could like pull on it. Like, whoa. Um, <laughs> but it just kind of started, you know, and then I, I, I kind of liked the way I looked for a little while and then I got over it, moved, moved on much like grabbing the bridge. I moved on. <laughs> and I changed, you know, you just eliminate stuff. You eliminate it all yeah, the time. Yeah. 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 And also your, your like promotional efforts have changed. Like the, the visuals that you create for your clinics and also for your albums. Um, yeah. I prepared another, another example. I remember. Like, oh back yeah. In the day, that's what Mark was doing it. Mark Rakoff. Yeah, correct. Uh, and then oh, like, the middle, right. is that all different artists that did, did the, uh, the designs or what's, yeah. what's the transitioning there? Yeah, well, that was Mark when he was doing uh, all that stuff in the first couple of records. And then the stuff in the middle um, is a guy named Matt, who was also at one point my manager. So he was doing all my artwork and just kind of like, you know, handling the overall art direction. 
And mm-hmm. I noticed my music was starting to get a little bit, a little bit darker too. Like if you listen to, let's say, uh, in a locked room on the moon, that, that, you know, that record, um, mm-hmm. versus you listen to a song like Gemini or, or, um, Cure Prom or something, just a little bit darker music, you know, more, more, um, mm-hmm. uh, more gloomy and, and more emotional. Um, I couldn't have kept going with that same art style. It just would not have been the proper representation. I think of, of the artwork mm-hmm. across the board. So I, uh, you know, it's, and it's really tough, um, breaking, you guys know, this, I'm sure in, in your own careers, your own, um, experiences, uh, <clears throat> it's hard to break off professionally with someone after they've been such a huge part of what you do, you know, it's, five, six years we were working together. Mark was much older at the time. I was maybe 23. He was maybe 50, but we were really good friends. And, and it was just really hard at some point to be like, my music's changing. I got to change the, the artwork. Um, but thankfully he un- understood, but it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty tough, tough experience, honestly. But, okay. um, you know, again, it's that whole thing of, of, uh, trying to move forward and trying to stay, stay fresh or, or, eliminate certain things, you know, killing the darlings and all that stuff. Mm. So, um, it's interesting too, that, you know, I work, I work with, with, with Matt in, uh, two of the projects. He does my solo stuff and stuff with archival, but, uh, I use one of Sat- we use one of Satchko's friends in Osmanthus and the style we use, I don't know if you've seen the artwork, but it's very, very different. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. stylish. Uh, there's a bit more of a kind of feminine touch to it, different colors, so it's it's cool that I'm I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting to a point where I can sort of understand that this music a good way to represent it would be with this style as opposed to everything sort of falling under the same brand, um, and that's not something I I know anything about um, uh, in terms of education. It's just it's just a feel thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, um, we have some final questions coming up for Nick, but before we ask those final questions, we've got another little sponsorship slot to talk about uh, guitars, unbelievably. So Nick is invited once again to take a little step backstage for a little sip and a look at his wallpaper, and uh, we'll have him back for some final questions. Another photo shoot. (laughs) Yeah. So, Dan, uh, guitars are good, right? Guitars are excellent. Guitars uh... can be better. Yeah, better in uh, with the help of some some tiny tools, some tiny tools from a company that we know and love called Stumac. They have sponsored this show and this episode. Stumac they make guitars better by providing, I'm going to say, some of the best tools available for guitars and yep. other jobs around the house as well. This week, Dan, you've chosen a specific tool that you want to talk about. Do you want to tell us what yes. it is? Yeah, it's called the concave fret end files, and they are made to actually smoothen the fret ends and to kind of blend them, blend the crown into the fretboard more e- efficiently and also finer. And there's the one thing, you know, there are there are reviews and there are reviews. And since I have the privilege to work with, you know, depending on, on the times, 12 to 14 highly skilled uh, QC people, here at, at our headquarter, um, they you know they dress fret dress guitars every single day, and so I listen to everything they say, and they told me that these files they can actually move the smallest atoms, and this if they if someone says something like that, 
you know, it sounds funny, but it just shows the appreciation for these kind of tools. And, uh, you know, they are, they say that it's, it's, they, uh, these, uh, files offer the best grip and just have the finest, um, uh, the, 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 what's that? Um, the carve. So, um, yeah. And if, if such a verdict comes straight from our QC, there's nothing I can argue about it. And they showed it to me and I was completely blown away. So now that's the standard and they want to have that all the time. So whenever the tools are worn out, I got to, you know, get more. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my pick because, you know, they even move the smallest items. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, thank you to Stumac for sponsoring us. And um, I stand by the stuff. All the tools that I have from Stumac are superb. I don't have that file, Dan. I'm going to have to get one now because mm -hmm. I think it also might make the jobs a little bit quicker. And I'm always interested in doing things faster so I can get back to actually playing the guitar. So. Correct. And what's what's very important about the concave fret and files is that they also work with stainless steel frets because nowadays stainless steel is a, th a big thing on guitars and they work with mm. stainless steel fret ends too or uh, frets too yep thank you thanks for your pick Dan you're very welcome let's, um, let's bring back in Mr. Nick Johnston for some final questions um, before we love him and leave him when he's got to do that thing where he just has to leave and do something else <laughs> <laughs> which I hope is how you leave tonight Nick <laughs> just kind of dive out of the screen like yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um, problem I guess the final thing I want to do is ask you, Nick, if you would kindly show us your T-style Schecter behind you, because it's been sitting there the whole oh, episode, yeah. and it's been crying out to me to be picked up sure. and shown up close. So this is, I have a couple, excuse me, I have a couple of these. Um, and this is one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> it is the... Uh, kind of first one we, we made to try it out. Um, I believe we were calling this Atomic Sapphire. And it's got, I don't know if you can see it, the Wembley kind of, let's see, the light catches it. Uh, not really, but the checking, eh, doesn't matter. I'm going to drop it if I do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great, great guitar. Uh, I'm waiting to get, personally, the Diamond Series ones myself. I actually haven't gotten them. Oh, wow. um, oh. Just the way that they've been kind of rolling out. Uh, I was last to get one, which is fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather people buy them than get a free, you know, get, than get yeah. one. So, um, yeah, fair. but yeah, it's cool. I mean, for them to kind of, you know, it, it just, it, it just kind of made sense to have both in the line. You know, you got to have mm -hmm. them both. Got to have them both. Yeah. So of course. collect them all. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, but it's funny because like, Pickup wise, it's as if you've just turned uh, your your uh, Esta guitar 180 upside degrees, down, right? Yeah. Upside down, yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty funny. How, pretty um, funny how involved are you, Nick, with the with the color choices? Because the colors are absolutely banging on every one of your guitars. Oh well, thank you. Uh, I would say, I think all of them, except for the Atomic Fire, was a Guitar Center request, I think, but. Mm -hmm. Pretty much all of them have been me, except one or two. Especially those early ones where they all look like old cars, like ice cream colors. I wanted mm -hmm. all those uh, those colors. They matched beautifully, you know. Yeah, but they're somehow... And people seem um, to respond to them. People seem to respond to them, so that was cool. They're not yeah. too far out there. 
but they're, they're different. And as I, I see so many guitars, as we all do, we all see so many guitars, the colors do seem to pop a little bit more than others. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it <laughs> matches uh, you and, and what seems to be your, your way of doing things. Um, cool. Dan, have you got any final pointers or, or questions that you'd like to pose at Nick before we let him go to that thing? He's Come on, what do you got, buddy? What do you got? I'm, 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 I'm just like kind of... In my, I'm, in my brain, I'm, I'm always going pregnant with the idea of having your wallpaper actually applied on such one of those Tele-style guitars, like the all-flower oh, yeah. pattern kind of thingies. Whoa. That, that, would, that be would be pretty cool, idea. actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just the pit guard, maybe. Yeah, or just the pit yeah. guard. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Mm. That actually would be cool, yeah. That. Oh, yeah, I, I want that. We've, Go we've, do that, please. We've talked about doing something with a, with a graphic on it because they, they have all those or the, the modern version of that machine is that prints, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. It had to be a very mm. specific, yeah, very specific image, yeah. but we'll see. Who knows? It's, it's got to be you, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You right picture my face. Picture. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Just of my face. Oh. <laughs> oh. So Nick, um, just to make sure to to pitch your homework as well, um, there's a section uh, called homework that's on Patreon, where you actually oh, yeah. educate your fans every single week. Could you fill us in a little bit what to expect on that format? Sure. Um, so we're going into week, what is it, 147, I think. Oh. Um, so it'll be wow. coming up on three years. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. And... <clears throat> You can get all all of the nickjohnsonmusic.com uh, slash homework. Actually, it's on the Patreon one now. So the updated one would be patreon.com slash homework. Anyway, um, it starts at the beginning with just like technique, theory, just kind of getting your way through, understanding, you know, the basics. And then, I mean, I've done so many of these these lessons. I, I, uh, I've covered just about everything you can imagine at this point. Theory, um I'll do, you know, periodically I'll, I'll pick a month and every week I'll break down like a, a, a fan voted thing where they'll say, can you break down the harmony in one of your songs? And I'll pick a song and kind of talk about, thank you for the link. Um, and I'll just kind of talk about the harmony and, and sort of behind the scenes thing. Then the theory and how to, my whole thing is like when you learn stuff, it's how do you quickly apply it? So the whole point is mm -hmm. to, to learn something new and then give you a piece of homework with it. That's the whole the whole point here's yeah. your homework for the week that's the whole point so that's cool yeah. what did and it's you bite size it's usually 10 10 to 12 minutes a week so oh that's cool that's not too much yeah yeah and as a teacher what 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 did you learn whilst doing like 180 ish episodes of of homework uh i've learned that i can't pre-film <laughs> <laughs> because because it's it's not there's there's something about doing it uh week to week is you kind of have to remember where people are at you can't be like oh i'm going to pre-record 20 videos it could be a rich topic that you you don't realize at the time people might not know what the hell you're talking about uh i do every week i do it you know the same morning it goes live so uh just like that kind of spontaneity and the honesty as a teacher and actually trying to solve a problem uh, but that was my job for, I don't know, for seven years or so. I, I pretty much was a full-time guitar teacher Okay. at many, 
local stores around here. Um, you know, I used to teach six days a week and it was, it was just, that's what I thought I was going to be doing. So I, I, uh, I developed that skill set, which is cool because now it kind of has a way of, of, um, bringing me this extra little kind of facet to what I do. So it's pr- pretty cool, you know, full circle with that. Yeah. And um, if uh, one was to support you on Patreon now, do you get all the past stuff retrospectively, or yeah. is it? Yeah, it's you all there, yeah. oh, That's fantastic. Yeah, it's all that's there. That's fantastic. Yeah, and you know, it's five. It's what is it? It's like five bucks a month, and you know, I'm not making. I'm not really making too much off it. It's more so just. It's just something I. I, uh, I, I switched the format at one point to being streaming, and I found. I was, I really missed doing it the other way because I, I've almost at this point, I've like sort of institutionalized myself into doing it every week. Yeah. It's like, if I don't do it, it feels like something weird going on here. So, uh, just, it's, you know, a cool way to get a lot of information for the same price as a latte or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Jap- Japanese latte. <laughs> yeah there you go, there you go. <laughs> actually that'd be like eight bucks what am i talking about five bucks yeah. <laughs> more. lactose free oh, soy, soy milk okay yeah <laughs> all right well, um nick thank you so much for joining us and sharing knowledge and fashion tips and making me want to re-wallpaper my living room um, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do it that shout out to my wife and her sister i just stood back here hiding like holy shit <laughs> well thank you for not ruining it then in that case because i i'm i don't do wallpaper i'm not not skilled yeah. in that way um yeah. before we leave you dan is going to ask everyone if they could please leave us a five-star review on itunes of course Ooh. after you made sure to subscribe to nick's instagram channel and youtube channel please make sure also to give us a five-star rating not for the episode but for the whole format of guitar stories podcast if you go on itunes.com you can just you know leave a comment like i like nick or i love nick or i'd buy nick a coffee or you know type anything you want but make sure to grab your phone your wife's phone your dog's phone or whatever your neighbor's phone and leave us a five-star rating to make sure that we can deliver more exciting artists like nick on a weekly basis and uh, apart from that thanks nick so much for you know joining us for tonight for joining us with the shenanigans yeah i guess uh when am i going to see you next then are you? Are we uh, Nam show ish? I don't even know if I'm doing the Nam again this year. I don't no. know. Okay. Uh, maybe well, a guitar a... summit. I think I'm doing guitar summit again. So. Okay. Oh, maybe. Worst Montreux case, I'll see you next moment. year. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Uh, maybe Montreal again. I don't know if, if that's happening, but that would be cool. I'll definitely on my on my agenda for for 2023. And uh, yeah. Cool. Hopefully not, right. not three or four years until we see next I time. I know. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. Too yeah. crazy. But thank you guys for having me back. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, man. All well, right. um, thank you to all the people that joined us in the chat. Uh, thank you to our lovely moderators for posting links and taking care of all the people and generally being wonderful. I am really going to go and play Nick's guitar now um, through this <laughs> wonderful amp of mine and hope I don't wake anybody up. Uh, let's see how I get on. That was episode 82. We'll see you uh, next week for episode 83. Um, Goodbye. Okay, I'm gonna actually do the slide. I'm gonna do the slide out thing. Yeah. Okay, you got something to do. Bye.